It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. Have you ever watched a movie initially, thought it sucked, and you're like, oh, that movie sucked, and then went back and watched it a couple years later, and you're like, actually, that movie was awesome. Yep. My favorite movie of all time. Empire Records? Big Lebowski. Oh, Big Lebowski, yeah. So the first time I didn't hate it, the first time I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. And I went back and watched it and understood it. And I watched it just like a, like a few months after. Right. And I really got it then. And now, now I just obsess over it. And the Big Lebowski it. was really, like that. Big Lebowski was like that for me too. I didn't, at, for the first time I watched it, I didn't understand what it was about. Right. And then the second time you, you're just like, oh, I see what they're trying to do. Oh, okay. No, that's brilliant. It that's, is. It really is. So that happened with me yesterday. I've seen, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like right when it came out. Right. And I didn't, it's not that I hated it. I just didn't like it. I thought it was, I was too long. I was like, man, they could have cut Super an hour long. out of this movie. Yeah, I like, thought the same thing. And I watched it yesterday again. And they, that movie is perfect. It is like, a great like, movie. It's, it's just great how it is. And, yeah. and like even the length, I was like, oh, I, I understand why it's like this. Why it's drawn out like this. It's because that, That's the whole point of it. It's supposed to be dramatic and over the top because these people are so self-indulgent, right? Like, right. That, that's what, and I was just like, this is a great and just honestly, one of Tarantino's best movies. Like, uh, like for me now, it would go Pulp Fiction is number one. Okay. Right. Inglorious Bastards, I love Inglorious. Inglorious Bastards. Bastards is phenomenal. I can watch that movie yeah. all the time. I was never a Reservoir Dogs guy. No, but but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really good. Jackie Brown's good too. But yeah, like what about what about Kill Bills? I didn't like what, the Kill Bills. What about his very first of movie of all time, True Romance? I, and I wasn't a True Romance guy. And That's I, a tough one for a lot of people too. Well, it was, it was different Tarantino too, right? Like it was. Yeah, it that wasn't, was it, he wrote that one, right? Like that was his very yeah, first right dip into the into to movies. Yeah, but I like I think like, and the Kill Bills to me, I was like, eh, I'm not oh, a I, so great. I'm not a big like karate movie kind of person. So but it's for me, over it the like, top karate. Well, I know right? it is, That's what I, I love but, about it. Like I just didn't like it, but uh, nonetheless, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm giving it a thumbs up now after so how many years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this question. Yeah. What movie went the opposite way that you absolutely loved uh-huh. and then watched the second time and you're like, this movie sucks. Um, Gangs of New York for me. I have never seen Gangs of so New Gangs York. Gangs of New York I thought was phenomenal the first time. Right. Watched it a second time. So bored. Really? And I waited years to watch it again. Huh. But I did watch it a third time and I was like, okay, it's not as bad as the second time. It kind of falls in between. Right. What I thought the first time and second time. I'd have to think about that one. Chad and Evan Daly. You know, I sat down with comedian Bill Burr one time. See that? That's the oh, name drop. Name drop. Name yeah. drop. And he couldn't get over how many people in Saskatchewan had tattoos. He said, when did you sit down with him? He's like, hey, Bill, want to go for coffee? That was three years ago? When was he here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have Bill Burr's number to reach out to find out. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, but uh, anyway, I didn't sit down with him. It was just on the phone. But he could not get over how many, how many tattoos people had in Saskatchewan. That was, he was just like, there's so many here. But that it's... it's uh, you'll often hear people say... I know, shut up. You'll often hear people say that uh, if you don't have a tattoo now, you're in the minority. Yeah, I'm, and that's something I firmly believe. It's not true. 31% of people have at least one tattoo. So you're not in the minority. If you have a tattoo... 
had to, you're st- you're still in the minority. Still, you still don't have a show. Oh, okay. God, I just words. I know what you're trying to uh, say. But 22 percent have more than one tattoo, which makes sense because once you get one, you're more than likely to get another one. Yeah, chances are. Because number one, you either go in and you're like, oh, that wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be, or Number two, you kind of enjoy the pain a little bit. Yeah, you just want to be colorful. Yeah, and and or, or you're just like, well, one tattoo by itself looks silly. Yeah, it's just like it's like if you're piercing one nipple, you might as well pierce the other because it looks kind of funny when you only have one. Pierce looks, them both. Looks kind of funny when you have two. No, no, it doesn't. It does not. It looks way better when there's two. Do you run a chain between them? Well, I don't have mine pierced anymore. I took them out. Because I ripped it one night when I was sleeping. Oh, God. And there's pus everywhere. Oh, come on. Chad and Evan Daly. Evan, I'm dead to you. Yeah, you are dead to me. So, um, everybody else, all of my wonderful friends posted. No, not know, all of happy, them. Happy birthday to me on hey, social listen, media. Listen, I was going to ask you. Uh, so what? You I said it to you how many times on the radio? I don't care. And... Who showed up? I showed up to your 40th birthday you party. Yeah. You didn't show up to mine. That's very true. I didn't. So you can go pound pavement. But I was busy. Yeah, if you weren't busy. Not that busy. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I must have been busy. I would have been. I would have come. Yeah. We didn't know each other much back then. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Only know each other for how long? <laughs> Ten years. More than that at that time. No, yeah. Uh, no, no. Seriously. If you, like, the, I, I keep tabs of people who say happy birthday to me on social media, and uh, there are a few people that I need to eliminate from my life, apparently. Maybe one of them. I, um, maybe. Maybe. So I kind of do the same thing. Yeah. You know? And then Everybody I tell myself, every year I tell myself. Yeah. I wish everyone a happy birthday. I know, and then you never and do. And then I never do. I the know. next day, like, it's for like two days I'll do it, mm-hmm. and then I stop. Or you'll see people post happy birthday on your wall or whatever, and you'll just be like, I barely know them. But that's a great thing. Well, I know, that's a great thing, but then you're like, I barely know them. Do they do this to everybody every day? Like, is this a routine when they get... I know there are people like that. Yeah. As soon as they get up in the morning, that's their routine. Mm-hmm. They just go and they wish everybody happy birthday. Because they're good people. I not, know. Not like you Good and me. people disgust me, Evan. Let's, I, I think I know why. <laughs> why? Because you can't be one. I can't. And I'm not saying just no, you. No, but it's me too. So I can't be, be a, a good, good person. Very hard. It's so much easier it's to be a scoundrel. So much work to be a good person. So if it's your birthday today, you will not hear happy birthday from us. And listen, I'm just going to make one post on Facebook and just say happy birthday to everyone I missed in the past year. If you, hey, you know, that, can you do that? Is yeah. that allowed? 100%. Do it. You're, you're good to go. That makes you a good person. <laughs> That's a little too close to my birthday right now. It seems a little tacky. Chad and Evan Daly. So do you remember that fire festival? Of course you do. Oh, well, of course I do. Uh, there Where's was going to go? There was a, yeah, right. There was a documentary about it. There was, a, it was supposed to be this festival on a private island oh, in the Caribbean. Billy McFarland. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, and Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Job rule was behind it too, and uh, there was supposed to be this ultimate VIP festival where you get these tents and you get, you know, you you, you get uh, they're almost like yurts. Yeah, and then people showed up and they realized that none of that was true. The concept of it was phenomenal. Maybe, but it, they did, the execution was miserable. Well, bands, everyone pulled out. Bands started pulling well, out. For safety reasons, Blink-182 was supposed to play, and they were like, no, that ain't happening. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they, they everybody showed up, and all they had were cheese sandwiches. Hey, listen. I like cheese sandwiches. I do, too. I don't mind it. But uh, so people, you'd have to be stupid to think about going uh, to a fire festival if it ever came back again, right? Uh, yeah. Luckily, we live in a stupid world. 
$500 to go for the first 100 tickets. Oh, that's it? So, yeah, so what they're doing with that, right, oh, is so that he God. has some money coming in so then they can start paying for stuff slowly. Then they'll sell more tickets. No. And eventually they'll get up to like $8,000. That's just my prediction with that part. But eventually their tickets will sell for like $8,000 or something. I mean, let's see. I, I think it's best that you give him your money before anything's ever planned and trust yes. the process. Yes, yes. Because he has a great track record, Billy McFarlane. Oh, for sure he after does. After being in prison for fraud. And ripping off all of his investors. You ever, sometimes people, sometimes people deserve to be scammed. Yeah, like yeah. Some, sometimes when you're falling for those Nigerian princes emailing you. That, but also like this. People, anybody who buys a ticket to this, you deserve to have your money stolen. 100%. He better never go to jail for this. No, no. Like this is just, you are handing him your money. It's a great idea. Let's start a festival. I don't know what we'll call it. And then when it doesn't happen, we'll just have it in the fine print that says no, no refunds. Or just say on it, this festival does not exist. This huh. festival does not exist, and you are just handing but us your money. But imagine if it did. But it. imagine if it did, and you put that in there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chad and Evan Daily. Boy, oh boy, you'll you'll often hear about you know bad blood between teams like the Knicks or uh, like the you know Red Sox and Yankees. Of course, uh, the the Oilers and Flames, the Bombers and the the Riders. Of course, but this one. This is getting real nasty. Yeah. The New York Knicks and Toronto Raptors. Yesterday, the New York Knicks filed a lawsuit against the Toronto Raptors because it's alleged that they that the Raptors illegally procured and then disclosed proprietary information. So what they're saying is, what they're accusing the Raptors of doing is talking to a former New York Knicks employee mm-hmm. who was still employed by the Knicks at the time between 2020 and 2023. And while they were talking, this former employee who became an employee of the Raptors right. sent the Raptors thousands of confidential files, including play frequency reports, a prep book for the 22-23 season, video scouting files, Opposition research and much, much more. <laughs> so year? basically, the, he was a spy. So what year did the Raptors win? Do you remember? Uh, that was so that would have been before this. Okay, yeah, because okay. this this was this was for just this past season, which uh, well, did not okay. work out for the Raptors I anyway. See. In fact, the Knicks did quite a bit better. They made it to the the conference semifinals, and the Raptors only got to the play-in. And the Raptors got to the play-in, and that was it. So yeah, twenty twenty. Oh, so the guy worked with the Knicks from twenty twenty so to twenty from twenty twenty okay, to twenty twenty three. I, I gotcha. And then while they were like kind of recruiting him, he sent them all of this information. Now there's no proof that the Raptors used this information in any way. There's also no proof that they asked for it. That's the other thing. Maybe Not that may- we know of yet. Right. That we know of yet. Maybe he sent him this information, sent them this information in hopes that it would help him rec- help them recruit him. Right. Um now that being said, if they disagreed with his uh tactics, they wouldn't have hired him. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you never really think of it that way. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes of this, the right? Guy, the I guy's mean, name by the way is I could, I oh boy. Yeah, don't, don't try. No, Aikachukwu Ozatam. All right. It's a, it's a strange name, but he was a director of video analytics and player development assistant. 
That's quite the mouthful. The name and the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chad and Evan Daly. Scary stuff last night in Edmonton um, with the West Edmonton Mall being being shut down, like complete lockdown because of a shooting. Yeah, and there were probably, you know, thousands of people in that mall at the time. Well, yeah, for one, it's summer. Yeah. Right? So there'd be people a lot holidays. of people yeah. there visiting the city and yeah. checking it out, not to, not and local people as well. And they're being told to stay in place, like don't go anywhere, the, stay where you are. Every store had to close, like yeah, literally sure. would close down, lock up. Yeah. And in you were locked to, in. And you were locked in there for a few hours. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, people in chapter say, I'll just use that as an example because that was some of the uh, pictures I saw on X, nowhere else on X. Yeah. Well, because everything else would be considered news. That's right. So people looking to get constant updates could not get that on any meta. And I mean, meta jumped the gun a, a little bit. Now, now, before I get into this, I'm not sticking up for what the government has done. Um, they, they've jumped the gun before the rule was actually the law is brought into effect. Well, yeah, but what are they right? going to do? Go in like right when it's brought into effect? That's like- the thing. They, they, they're, they're kind of just working ahead here. Right? Because they know what is going to be coming down the pipe. So if you didn't have X and you were wanting updates on things, you you couldn't get it. Maybe you could talk to someone else, but what if they didn't have it either? Right? There's some people that just don't have social media. So three people are in hospital after that shooting last night in Edmonton. Uh, And they're, they're, yeah. They're saying it was targeted, that it wasn't just like random. But still, you're right. I mean, like... No they, one knew they, that at They the don't time. understand that this really does affect safety. They're also saying it's affecting um, things with the wildfires because people aren't, aren't you know, as up to date about mm-hmm. where the fire's positions are in the northern communities. It, it's driving me crazy. People that are saying, oh, well, just save the uh, websites, download the app, or, or uh, bookmark the websites. It's like, it's not that easy. Social media was a great place to get news and to discover this. It was and all now, right there. And now, with the Bill C-18 in place, it's, it's brutal where you cannot access it as easily. And there are so many people to blame for this because... Well, it starts at the top. Well, it starts with, like, government, of course. Like, this, this was their call. Uh, but also, they've got... They're in the pocket of so many major media uh, companies in this in this country. Uh, and I'll, I'll flat out tell you, there are some very, very major media outlets that were pushing for this bill. Because they looked at it, they're like, oh, Facebook's going to pay up. Come on, you nope. knew they weren't going to pay they're up. give you a dime. And then, by the way, all of this media, all of these massive media companies came to be because former governments, not even the current government, former governments allowed it to be. Right. And allowed them to buy up all of these media companies across the country. Mm-hmm. And then those people, of course, pushed the government to put this through. So there are a lot of people to blame for this, and not me. No, no, no. Chad and Evan Daily. I don't know what's going on right now, but I, I know that like the economy's not too hot. All right. Lots of businesses still struggling, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm not the only one who's experiencing this because I've, I've run into a few people who brought this up to me, too. I am trying to get some work done around my house, also some work done on my vehicle. Right. I have been trying. I've been calling. I'm not, I'm not going to name companies. No, no. But I've been calling certain companies to get work done on this stuff, and they will not return phone calls or emails. You almost have to beg for them to get back to you. You show up and knock on their door. I have. 
I have. Really? I showed up to this one place, and they said, yeah, okay, no, don't worry. We'll get the wrong person. Nobody's here right now. Don't worry, though. We will call you back. We understand your frustration. They never did. I, I don't understand mm. why nobody will take my money right now. <laughs> like, it's like, I'll take it. What do you need done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I've, I've had just there are a couple of things that I cannot get rid Like, customer service. We've talked about this before. Is in bad. a different way. We've talked in about a di- it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like sometimes they're, you know, in passive bed, yeah. or, you know, whatever. But now it's like, man, I can't get anybody's attention to get work done. I think and there be- are other people saying this too. I think it's because places are still, I mean, we talk about the economy not being great or whatever, but there are a lot of businesses that are extremely busy right now because people still do have some disposable income that they were I able to pack away totally during COVID. And so they're spending that money. I get so that. People are busy. And the other issue with it is that there is a lack of good employees. There is a lack of help out there for a lot of these companies that we've talked about off air, but there's a lot of, they can't hire anyone. They can't hire anyone that has experience or if they hire someone, they're not reliable. So they have to get rid of them. I understand that, but it should not take two weeks to reply to an email. No. Oh, no, I don't or, disagree or with that. I should not have to email you three times asking for you to reply to my email. Right. And, and, the, and the thing is, there's one particular thing I need done where I've gone to three different companies to get it done, and they've all done the same thing to the point where I've checked my email to make sure it's working. Because I've been like, maybe my email isn't working. Maybe it's not going out. So right. I've had to double check it. But no, these places just are not getting back to me. Well, stop offering them money. You know, like if you've got a deal for them, just like, you know, the Nigerian princess. <laughs> this kind of type of emails, they might think it's spam. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.